with our hands raised all over the house Lord we declare your goodness Lord we declare the power of the spirit we declare the power of the anointing break change thank you for a release in your house thank you for increasing our capacity in the mighty name of Jesus Macroson Shalaba Reta Tatata. Yesterday is gone. Lord, today with us for you again. We pray. We pray now. We pray. Touch us. Heal us. Visit us. Transform us by the power of your spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come and give a clap offering to Jesus right now. And say, Lord, thank you for this service. And say, Lord, thank you for this beautiful service. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is the hour of glory. Say, this is the hour of power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you are standing, hallelujah. With us for you again. Hey, as you're standing, you may stand reading, opening your Bibles to Romans chapter number 12. Yesterday is gone, Lord, today with us for you again. Maroson Shadi, La Crunzo, Olaribansel, the De Stradema. We honor you, Father. Oh, my God. Lovely is your presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse 1, Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The word of God says, I beseech you now, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Number two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. I beseech you now, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. We prophesy expansion. Somebody say expansion is happening in our lives and in your church. Say we are breaking chains in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We are going to be preaching about the walk of perfection. Hallelujah. Um, as I gave my life to the Lord, I have been wondering on certain things that, um, that happened to Christian life. One of the things that God is calling us to God is not calling us only to our destinies. God is not calling us only to what we, we are destined for. But God is also calling us to righteousness. Somebody say righteousness. Righteousness. 
Righteousness. Yes. God is calling us to righteousness. Amen. God is calling us to a walk of righteousness. Amen. And I've been asking myself for a long time, um, why is it as we come to the house of God, things are not automatic? As I gave my life to the Lord, why is it that things are not just happening in an automatic way? As I gave my life to the Lord, why is it that things are going in a different way? Why is it that Paul says that um, uh, I wrestle with myself each and every day? I am at war in my life. And I've been asking myself, a lot of Christians have been asking the same questions. I love Jesus. I love God, but things are not necessarily going in a way that I desire. I need to tell you that when you give your life to Jesus, you have made a statement. You have changed the order of the day. When you give your life to Jesus, transformation outwardly may not necessarily happen instant. Coming to the basic foundation of what salvation is, salvation comes from the word soteria, which means a hamper or a package, which means salvation happens instantly and also salvation is a process. These two things you have to understand. That when you give your life to Christ, you changed ownership. Because everyone is born in sin. And as we are in sin, automatically we belong to the kingdom of darkness. If you are born black, when, when you are given a, a paper to fill and say, which race do you belong? You don't say, I, I belong to a white race. By virtue of being born, you will say, I belong to an African race or a colored race. Hallelujah. But if you are born white, whether you want to be black, but if they say, what race do you belong to? You will say white. Hallelujah. So, by virtue that Adam sinned, when we are born, we are born into a world of sin. Automatically, we will be belonging to the kingdom of darkness. Somebody will ask me, but pastor, what happens to children who are born? Do they go to hell? Children who are two years, three years, they don't know anything. Will they go to hell? No. Why? Because judgment comes because we have chosen another path. When we begin to exercise our own will, therefore we are judged. So a child who is an infant or a toddler is not, is not having the pleasure to exercise his own will or her own will. Therefore he cannot be judged. Judged based on what? Because he never made decisions. But as we are born now and we grow up, we start to choose between right and wrong. You see now. So as we now choose right, if you want to see that sin is inherent in human beings, you see that if you give a child two sweets, that same child, if you say, give me one, will refuse. And that is not the nature of God. God gives liberally. But the child starts to show a disposition of stinginess. But he doesn't know anything. He starts to feel ownership. I own everything. Me, myself, and I. Yet God said it is not good for a man to be alone. Not necessarily maritally. Or to have a marital status. That you are married. But he said that to say it's not good even for an idea to remain alone. Every idea has to be thrown into the marketplace so that it receives profits. You have to invest even money. It's not good for money to remain alone in the bank. It has to uh, create interest. It's not good for anything to be alone. The system of prisons 
or confinement or incarceration is to isolate you from a society so that you become alone. The greatest punishment in China is when they confine people in just a cell that is walls and a toilet. You are seeing no sun. You are seeing no weather change. You don't know the dates. You are not talking to anyone. You are by yourself. Some of the prisoners will get crazy over some years just by being alone because uh, uh, loneliness can, can, can discombobulate a, a person mentally. So now, when we are born, we are born, when we start choosing, we automatically choose things that are bad. We automatically love cursing. We automatically love things that are contrary to what God wants and we fall in the kingdom of darkness. So, when you give your life to Jesus, watch this, when you give your life to Jesus day one, you have changed ownership of the kingdom. You have said, Lord, I acknowledge that I'm in this world, but I'm born of God and I'm a child of God. Therefore, you receive Jesus. When you receive Jesus, you have changed the foundation wherein you are standing. The Bible says two men went to build a house. Two men went to start a life. The first person started his life on a sandy place, but he built a house. Which means you can become a hidden, but still you can still have a destiny, you can have goals, you can still have a family and achieve a lot of things. But it's on a sandy ground. Then the other man built his house upon the rock and the house was finished. But there came a time when the winds came, the flood came, and the rain came. And the rains blew upon the house. The wind blew upon the house. And the house that was upon the sand, it fell. Which means that is the dangerous part that if you live your life outside the kingdom of God, you are in a dangerous path, which is a path of death. But if you come into the kingdom of life, you begin now to exercise your right as a kingdom citizen. Say, I am a kingdom citizen. Hallelujah. So, a lot of people think that when I give my life to Jesus, things will happen automatically. It's not going to be like that. Why? We have a metaphor of what salvation is like. Salvation, it is like when the children of Israel were coming out of the land of Egypt. There was war with Pharaoh, who was a strong man of the house of Egypt. Are we together? But God used blood. God killed the firstborn son so that these guys can be redeemed and Pharaoh can let them go. And when Pharaoh released them to go, he even pursued them, fighting them because he didn't want them to go. Same as you give your life to Jesus. There is still what you have done. You have actually entered into a warfare. You have said from today, I have chosen to fight. But it does not mean that warfare is finished when you gave your life to Jesus. Are we listening to me? Warfare is not finished when you give your life to Jesus. Warfare begins. So, number one warfare, it is the warfare whereby you are being attacked demonically. The Bible says we don't fight against the flesh and blood, but against the powers, principalities, rulers of the darkness of the world. That is number one warfare. What is number two warfare? Number two warfare, it is whereby you are trying to live a righteous life. This is where I want to base my message. Hallelujah. So, what happens, men of God, when I give my life to Jesus? Instantly, my spirit is renewed. Yes. Instantly, when I say, Lord Jesus, come into my life, be my Lord, 
be my savior. At that very moment, my heart and my spirit is renewed. That is what is being called born again. There was a man, his name was Nicodemus. He went to Jesus by night and said, how can a man be born again? Shall I enter into my mother's womb once again and be born again? And Jesus answered him and said, no, seeing that you are a teacher of Pharisees, can't you understand these things? Unless you are born of the water and the spirit, you cannot by any means enter the kingdom of heaven. Hello, somebody. Two things that are important in life. When you give your life to Jesus, you need to make sure that you are baptized. The baptism of water. Because by it, you are identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Let me see those who are baptized here. Come on, raise your hands. I'm not talking about baptism in Roman Catholic where they take a, one cup of rooibos and say you are baptized. Uh -uh. I'm saying to be immersed in water and to come out. Let me see. Yes. So unless you are born of water and the spirit, you cannot by any means enter the kingdom. But this is the secret now. Man of God, I'm born again. But I'm still struggling with the world of sin. You are not alone. Number one. Man of God, I'm born again, but I'm still struggling to live a holy life. Why? Because when you're born again, you don't necessarily become immune to temptation. Actually, temptation increases since you have chosen another side to fight on. Hello, somebody. But what is the secret? Now, when I'm born again, my spirit is changed. But watch this. This is very important. You need to understand that your mind is still the same mind. That is why if I give my life to Jesus as a professor, I don't become dumb because he doesn't erase my memory. No. When I give my life to Jesus and I love ice cream, I still love ice cream, but I'm loving ice cream in Christ. I still love nice perfumes, but I'm loving them in Christ. I still love black opal, but I love black opal in Christ. I still love a Range Rover, but I love a Range Rover in Christ. Do you understand me? I still love my music with a bounce, but I now love the music with a bounce in Christ. Are you seeing what is happening? I carry the same me mentality, yet my spirit is born anew. Hello, somebody. So, when we come to church and we start praying, what is prayer, pastor? What are we doing when we are praying in church? Robo Shante, Reprasashalamanto, James chapter number 5, verse 16 says that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effectual or effective. But it also says before that, it says that when you pray, you need to build up yourself in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Which means when I pray, my spirit is strengthened. Watch the word that I said, strengthened. When I pray, it is my spirit which is strengthened. Because the words, Jesus says, the words that I speak to you, they are life and they are spirit. A normal person, if a normal person says, you shall not prosper, that will never have effect. Because these words don't have spiritual effect. Thank you. So, when my spirit is not regenerated, when my spirit is still in the world. I cannot have power. So I pray things but I'm frustrated. 
So a carnal person, if he just says to you, you will not prosper, it will not have effect. But a person who has done, who has entered incisions and covenants and killed cows, called the Sangoma, is a spiritual person. That person, if he says that your things will fail, you need to break those words because they carry spiritual power. Witches are ordinary girls and boys. Witches are just ordinary human beings, but they have a strong spirit of darkness that if they say that you will die, you can die. Yes. It's not a joke. If a witch says, my, my daughter, you will not reach your destiny. Lift up fire tongues, even if it's a text, and say, by authority and unction upon my life, it shall happen to you. Because if you don't reverse it, it may happen. Because that is a person who has a strong spirit. That is why before they can invoke demons and do what, what they first do a ceremony. Because demons do not just come to a person. They, they are commissioned by a sacrifice. Either they say, go kill a person, bring a leg. So the level of their sacrifice in the kingdom is what gives them power. And in our kingdom, the level of the sacrifice of Christ is what gives us power. Yes, sacrifice works in both ways. In the kingdom of darkness and in the kingdom of light. So, if a witch who is bewitching you is basing because they have killed somebody and that is their power, you have someone who also died. It's a sacrifice for your words to carry power. Are you seeing it? So, the, 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 the sacrifice of Jesus is a higher sacrifice because he had no sin. That is why when Jesus came to the world, he didn't just pray for the world. Lord, I pray for them. Let them be saved. And he will go back to heaven. He had to die so that you have a sacrifice. That is a backup for your prayer. So in the kingdom of darkness, they do sacrifices so that they can have power. Amen. After they kill a cow, like they kill. And they start saying words. They start doing whatever they do so that they commission demons. Are you seeing? So you may not say, man of God, I'm not participating. You are implicated by reason of bloodline. So if you ignore them, you don't pray for them, you are also implicated. Because they say, please look after our children. When they are saying look after our children, they are assigning a demon to become a watchman over your life. So you have a dark cloud that is over your life. But now, since you come to Christ, you have entered a realm where your spirit is awakened. It's like you are a machine and you press the on button. Then you come to life. Now that you are alive, you don't survive just like that. The Bible says men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word you begin to feed on scripture. By reading the Bible, you are giving your spirit food. You are giving your spirit lasagna. You are giving your spirit hey Keto. Where are you? Eh? Ice cream, eh? Uh-huh. You are feeding your spirit what again? Tell me. Ribs, eh? Keto, you see Keto? Aubergine, oh my God. That one, we need to try that one. Can you hear? Can you hear that one? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So you are feeding your spirit with aubergine. Something that is like from French with some cinnamon and some... Ah! Are you listening to me? Is somebody here today? Hallelujah. So you feed upon the word. 
Because men cannot live by bread alone. But with bread, with eggs, eggs, eggs. <laughs> you didn't catch that. <laughs> Hello, somebody. So now when you feed upon the word, you exercise now your movement by talking. That is why when God breathed thee into Adam and he became a living soul, other translations say Adam became a talking spirit. Which means you start talking, I am rich. Where did you find it in the word? I am blessed. Where did you find it in the word? I am shining. When did you find it in the word? I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Where did you find it in the word? I am rising. Where did you find it in the word? You don't look at your present circumstance. No. You close your eyes because the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. Which some of you who are not driving now, you need to go back home. Sit on your bed and begin to change gears and drive. People will look at you and say you are all going crazy and nuts. You are exercising your faith. Because Adam has become a talking spirit. Which means some of you when you are walking in the streets, don't be quiet. Walk in the streets declaring I am, I am, I am, I am moving forward. I am rising. I am beautified by God. I am decorated. Are you listening to me? Hey. So you become now a talking spirit. Are you listening to me? So not only a talking spirit, you become a praying spirit. Father. He said when you pray, you say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom on as it is in. Which means a praying spirit is a downloading person. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, my life is going to change. Whether you like it or not, my life. Why? Because you are making downloads. As I look at you now, some are on 10% download. But the download is still streaming. <laughs> and the good thing about this download, the good thing about this download is that network will not go. There is always network. Whether I'm in the toilet, there is network. Whether I'm in the taxi, I'll be Rabo Shandy. There is network. Whether I'm in the workplace, there is network. Whether I'm in the classroom, there is are you listening to me? So if your download is 60%, don't worry. There is another one which is more than a fiber optic cable. Which is the Holy Ghost. The Bible says the Spirit help us in prayer. Which means when I am jamming in downloading, the Holy Ghost comes and says, Hey Simba, pray like this. I find myself rising in prayer. Which means all of us here, we are making downloads. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, it's going to be good. Say, I prophesy in your life. In the next five years, you'll be far greater. You're going to expand to the left. You're going to expand to the right. Tell your neighbor and say, you're going to change your waist size. You're going to expand. I know some of you, you don't have Virgin Active subscription. You need to start considering the gym now. Because the blessing is bigger. The blessing is better. The blessing is stronger. It cannot be denied, neither can it be resisted. I am making a download. So you need to be patient with me, brother. I'm still making a download. You need to be patient with me, brother. I'm still making a hallelujah. Which means some of us here are on 30%. Some of us here are on 60%. Some of us here are on 100%. Some of us are on 110. But everyone is making a download. Everyone is going somewhere. Why? Because the Bible says 
that when God told Noah to bring animals into the ark in the, in the world of animals there is an elephant in the world of animals there is the cheetah which is the fastest and there is a, a chameleon which is the slowest but God told Noah and said bring the animals in seven days the cheetah is the fastest which means the cheetah ran faster on the first day it was there but the tortoise or the turtle and the chameleon were just saying one day at a time sweet Jesus I don't know how I don't know how God did it but on the seventh day the chameleon was there on the eighth day the turtle was there there are some relatives who have gone before you your life is vulnerable your life is empty they are gossiping about you on whatsapp it doesn't matter you are going your way you are moving yourself up you are going forward your friends from school they've built houses your friends from school they're already driving and you're saying one day sweet jesus one day sweet jesus let me preach to somebody and say neighbor it's gonna happen for you in seven days it's gonna happen hallelujah so don't be in despair when things are not working don't be in despair joseph god showed you the palace but you're going to prison i feel like a lot of people here you're going on a different direction you're saying pastor i'm not downloading it seems like there's a minus 10 minus 15 minus 20 i'm going on a wrong direction do not worry is somebody hearing me do not worry because when people are making downloads there are some who use wi-fi networks then there are some who use a fiber optic cable which is a direct line that connects you to your destiny what am i saying in this place can i prophesy that there are destiny helpers who are going to come directly to you and bless you which means every car you are going to drive you may not necessarily be the one who bought it but there's somebody who's gonna buy it and say sister you bless me so much here are the khakis i don't know if i have church here which means there are some houses where your auntie has built but you just come and say keto i built a house in jobek i don't want to stay there my kids don't want to stay there here is a paper here are the legal documents here are the title deeds it's a destiny helper come on raise up your hand and say destiny help us locate me in Jesus name are you here or have you gone home so when you pray so when you pray you are making downloads hallelujah even though we have same iPhones even though you have a Samsung when we are downloading the speed is different which means the progress in our life is going to be different. But do not worry. It may take time. The Bible says, though a vision tarries, wait for it. For it will surely come to pass. So, 
So we are making downloads. All of us here, we are making downloads. Everyone, even 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 simple playing day, he's making a download. Every time we come on Sunday, we are downloading. And the data cannot finish because you cannot finish scriptures. When you think that this chapter is over, there is another chapter. When you think this verse is over, there is another verse. When you think the Old Testament is over, there is a new testament. Is somebody hearing me? Because the Bible says greater works than these shall you do. Greater testimonies than this shall you do. So now, the spirit becomes so powerful because you pray and you quote scripture. The spirit becomes stronger. But the mind remains the same. This is, watch this, this is where I want you to understand. Why is it you are still falling in weakness and rising up and moving forward? The reason why when you fall in sin, you have a conviction. It is because the spirit is alive. Are you listening to me? The spirit, this is, let's say this is sin. Before sin, my mind... My mind looks forward to where sin is. But after sin, my mind does not speak. It is my conscience that says, what I have done is wrong. Are you listening to me? My spirit will convict me. But before it is the mind speaking. But after it is the spirit speaking. Are you seeing what is happening? Before sin, my mind said, do it. Do it. Do it. After sin, my spirit is saying, but why have I done it? Why have I done it? Are you seeing what is happening? That is why in Romans, the Bible says now, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies holy and acceptable unto God. For this is your reasonable service. Which means God is requiring us to present ourselves holy. But where is the answer? The answer lies beneath the scripture. He says, therefore, do not be conformed to the patterns of the world. The word world there is a system of thought. Yes. So the world there is a system of thought. How you see things. How you think things. He's saying, do not be conformed to a worldly mindset but be transformed not by the renewal of your spirit because you are born again your spirit is born again it's new already but transformation comes when the mind changes so a lot of Christians we wonder you wonder but how come this person is a spiritual giant but you heard he fell with the prostitute it's not that he's weak huh? His spirit is still a giant. But he didn't take time to feed the mind. Because transformation comes when the mind changes. Are you listening to me? In the world, not in church, in the world, there are movies, either horror films or other films. There is a sign that they say, no under 18. It doesn't mean you are editing the film there. Huh? You are in your house sitting watching. But there is a logo saying no under 18. 
What is that logo saying? It is saying that if a child who is 10 watches a horror film, the exorcist, when she is exposed to that realm of fear and darkness, the mind cannot be able to handle it. Although there is a desire to watch the film, but they can enter into a shock where they say that people who have a nervous nerve, the mind, people who have a nervous, not suitable for viewers with a nervous disposition. Hello, somebody. Which means when a child who is 10 is exposed to people who are murdering, he feeds his mind on that and he may not be able to have discipline to say this is not right. Because he is still forming up himself. There are still information stages. But a person who is above 18, they already know this is wrong. So they can be able to resist it. But a child will say, what I have seen, I want to go and practicalize. That is why after wrestling, there is a, there's a statement that said, do not try this at home. Because kids, even myself, I was trying to try it with my friends. Yet it's dangerous. Which means there are things that when you expose your spirit or your mind to, you may find it hard to get out from. That is why they say no under 18. You see PG writing suitable for a family. Hello somebody. Others, they say strong language. Why are they telling you in advance? Why didn't they not act with strong language? Why? Because when kids, kids are still forming their value system. They are still forming themselves. They are still forming what they like, what they want to do. They are still forming up in their bodies. I love somebody. They are having hormonal changes in their bodies. They can't understand. Now when they watch an adult film, they, they, they arouse certain hormones that they may not be able to contain. Because the mind that brings transformation is not yet mature. They've exposed the spirit to something. But the mind that gives discipline is still weak. That is why when people sometimes enter, I was telling another lady uh, here at university, she said that, you know, when, when I challenge systems, you know, trying to do it for feminism and what, what, sometimes people hurt me and I end up crying in those sessions, what, what, because they say harsh words. I said, it's very true. I said, you know what? I said, you say these things from your mind, but your spirit is not able to receive arrows that you are challenging. I said, you start wars that you are not able to defend. You are just attacking. You don't have a defense. That's why you are hurt. But you need to grow systematically. As your spirit is growing, let your mind grow as well. So, if you are in church and you grow your spirit and your mind is unfruitful, you find yourself having a worldly lifestyle but also very spiritual in church. That is why people always attack present worship teams. They say present worship teams, especially people who play keyboards. Oh, they, are, they, they don't behave. They don't behave. Why do they say that? It's because it's a gift of the spirit. But the mind will not be generated. The word is now saying, be transformed. Eh? Is it by the renewal of my spirit? No. Which means prayer may not necessarily change me. But it is my mind that changes me. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. Where your mind goes, your body follows. 
That is why temptation, they say that a person is tempted by his own lust. 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 My mind lusts after something, not my spirit. Love is from the heart. Lust cannot come from that. Lust is from the mind. So I am tempted by my own. So as where my mind goes, I am there also. The reason why Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and said, they worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. They were not doing it. They were not having transformation within. It was just a mental thing where they memorize scriptures and what, 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 what. It was just a religion. It was not out of the heart. So don't confuse these two things to say, why am I struggling as a child of God? It's the mind, not the spirit. But when the mind is changed, the spirit is changed also. That is why you find there are hiddens. Let's say you struggle with a bottle of beer. You may find that there are people who are not in church, who are not praying to stop drinking, but we have just stopped drinking without prayer because they have a strong mind. They just told myself, this is the last beer I'm going to drink for the last time. I have a friend who did that. Before he gave his life to Jesus, he says, no, tonight we want to drink for the last time. He drank, dig, 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 drank, 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 drank. After that, he said, now I want to come to church. From that day till now, he's now in Bible school, second year. He's not drinking. He made that decision as a carnal person. We didn't pray for him to stop drinking. Yes. Even people who are successful in life are people who have a strong mind. Not a strong spirit. Mind. They tell themselves, although my heart is broken, I'm still going to move forward. I will heal myself in the process. People with weak mind say, oh, I need to take time to be healed. Ah, let me take time. While you are taking time, the world is moving. People with a strong mind, they still move and the heart gets healed as they go. Hello, somebody. Have you seen there's someone when, when it's raining outside? There are those like me who say, ah, let's wait till the rain finish. There are those who say, I'm just going to work when it's raining. They just walk out. Cha. Strong minds. I've seen the secret of success in life everywhere. Whether you're in education or whether you're not in education, academics or anything. What is the secret to success? The secret to success is a strong mind. If you have a weak mind, develop it. May we stand. The question that comes, men of God, be ye transformed by the renewal of the mind. How do I change my mind so that I may be able to walk in perfection? It's simple. It's simple. The mind basically is fed by the things you see, the things you hear, and is the things that you say. Which means nobody was born. In, in, in psychology, they say they call the process tabula rasa. Where they say that our minds were born empty. It's like a paper, a white paper like this. Then you take a black pen which is foul language, you start writing on it. Then you take a red pen, which is cursing, you start writing on it. As you are growing older, it's getting dirty. Why? Because you are feeding an input that is a wrong influence. 
that same process can be reversed when you start reversing the process by feeding your mind with the right things. That is why you do nothing to yourself if you say, mm, me, I'm useless. Hey, I'm ugly. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm broke. Hmm. It's not, hey, it's not moving. Hmm. Nobody likes me. Hmm. You are doing nothing. You are feeding yourself wrong things. Wrong things. But when you start to say, I'm loved. When no one is texting you that I love you, you say, I'm loved. People appreciate me a lot. When you start feeding your mind with positivity. I'm not talking about the spirit. The spirit is fed by the word and in prayer and all those things. Just to train the mind to say, I am going to be successful. That is why you saw we were teaching six months, one subject, building a genesis. Why? We are changing the mind. That is why it was only a teaching and not preaching. Because a teaching changes the mind. That is why Jesus spoke to the disciples. The disciples were powerful, Baba. They went and casted out demons. Hmm? They did serious miracles. Peter walked on water. But you know what he said to him? He says, he says, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. What is yeast? It was the philosophy of the Pharisees that he told them to say, be, beware. Ah, if God is saying, beware, beware now, there is danger. God is not like us. As we have a sign at our gate at the house, eh? we say, beware of dogs. There is no doggo. But if you see the picture, the dog, my God, you say there's a serious, serious dog here. There's nothing. God is not like that. If he says beware, he's not trying to be funny. Yes. There is something dangerous there. So what do you expose your mind? What do you expose your mind to? There is a movie right now that is trending. I cannot even tell you the name because you know when you tell people you're actually advertising it. They will go look for it to say, let's see actually. <laughs> I will not tell you. I will not tell you. It's a series. People are killing themselves, students in that series. People love watching it. Have you seen there's a program called 1000 Ways to Die? It's very addictive. You just say, ah, let me watch a bit. You say, ah, no, let me see the other one. Let me see the other one. Until it's your program. Have you seen it? Uh-huh. The mind is fed. But what you, what you expose yourself to, expose yourself to right things. Expose yourself to things that are in line with your destiny. That is why I've made it a point to say we will train people of our kind to be successful in life. Eh? Why? Because we are not taught to be successful. For years, our families were slaves. And slavery is powerful because of what it does to the mind, not to the body. There's an elephant who died of hunger because when he was young, they tied him a rope, a rope to a peg. You know, a small peg. But when he grew up, he grew up on that same. So he grew to become very big. But he outgrew, he outgrew the radius of that cable. That, is it circumference? Yes. Because when he was young, he would just eat here and eat here. It's full. But now he's big. He goes around and eats and eats. He feels hungry. 
So he outgrew the environment and died. Why? Because every time he would try to move like this, he would feel the cable. And the mind would tell him, I am tired. The mind. You are your mind. God wants to bless us. But he says without faith it is impossible to please God. So when your mind cannot visualize it, it will never happen. It will never. You, you tell people that God is a liar. Yet it's just your mind that limited you. Because you looked at everyone's experience and you make it a personal experience. Everyone failed. Who done it in my family? What about me? Hmm, I'm falling. I'm saying your life is different. You can still choose your own destiny. That is why you know Rastafarians, they love Bob Marley. Both in his music, he sang a song and says, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Mental, mental. Odula, Oblancata, liberate yourself. Take your right hand, put it over your head. Say, I have a powerful mind. Say, I flush out every negativity against myself against my destiny against things that I want to do against things that God wants to do for me say I flash out negativity God give me a mind that sees reality of your truth give me a mind that is awakened to righteousness Give me a mind that is selective. A mind that, that loves your ways, oh God. And so, Father, I thank you for your church. I thank you that you are building our minds. Create our minds anew. May we be delivered from the carnal lusts of the flesh. May our minds be regenerated so that transformation may come. That we may walk in victory and not frustration. I pray for perception. Some hope has died, but I pray for resurrective hope. I pray for understanding. I pray for self-esteem. I pray for the image that we carry in this house. In the mighty name of Jesus. I bless you for what you're doing. I bless you today. Thank you for families that are here. Thank you for people who are here. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless them indeed. Amen and amen.